everybody, and welcome to a monumental wild ride with Steve-O, episode 200. We knew it was going to be a big deal. We always wanted to get Sal Volcano from the Impractical Jokers, and it just so happened to work out with the perfect timing for us to record it on this epic cruise ship, the first episode ever done in front of a live audience, like an 1,100-seat theater, just about packed to capacity, and Sal Volcano is just hilarious, man. I mean, he and I have more in common than we might have thought, and uh, I couldn't help myself. I said some stuff on the episode, okay? It's going to probably be considered juicier than I wanted it to be. <laughs> it's actually going to be really entertaining. So let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, people of the universe, passengers of a big-ass cruise ship floating in the middle of the Caribbean Ocean, I bring to you Sal Volcano. For those who are only listening and not seeing this scene, um, you're I have a hearing, six pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're hearing the sound of a live theater audience on the Wild Ride podcast for the very first time. We only waited 200 episodes to make that happen, and here we are, and it is an honor. Sal, thank you. We Dude, I'm the, I'm the one that's honored. We haven't met before this. I, I feel like we would have, we, you know, but I, we haven't met, and like, I was about to tell you when we were talking backstage right before you came out, like, like I'm fanboying a little bit, you know? I'm like, this is the, this is the, <laughs> this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, a, I'm honored to be on. I'm honored to be right. on. Yeah. Now I'm going to um, be really, uh, like, essentially blasting you with hard-hitting questions. Let's do it. Which might make you uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, most things do. So. Right, okay, good. Yeah. Um, first question. Yeah, let's see what you're coming out of the gate with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, first, first question, and, and I think that, that, that the, uh, the crossover fans, fans of Impractical Jokers and Jackass, yes. will particularly relate with what I think. Have you ever been told... That you resemble Ooh. a Bam Margera yes. if he hadn't, uh, if, he, if he had took a little bit better care of himself. I <laughs> <laughs> don't mean that as it, low It's blow so to funny Bam. to me that he just said just a little bit extra care of himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I like, I mean, I'm a fan of all you guys. I have been told that. Yeah. As I, mean, I see it. I see a total resemblance between you and Bam. I, I really have been told that um, on a few occasions. I'd say like maybe five times in my life. And I'll tell you, one of the people who told me that was Eric Andre. Yeah, how about yeah. that? I swear to God, like uh, when we, the first time he was on our show, he just was like, you kind of look like Bam Margera. You do, big time. You, you really? look like what Bam should look like right now. <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and, and, and I, I've always loved Bam from the very beginning. I was just so jealous of, of his uh, ability to make 
compelling and hilarious footage out of anything, yeah. anytime. You know, I always had to like put something on the line or be really gross or barf or get hurt. And, uh, and Bam could do it all. And, and he was better at skateboarding, younger, better looking, and <laughs> richer, everything. He had to do this because he started off with just shitting on Bam's face, exactly. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Bam, you, you, know, he's, wow, he's, you, look like, you look like if they reanimated Bam, his corpse and you got blood again, you came, <laughs> came back to life. But let me tell you, Bam's such a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, maybe that was a hard-hitting <laughs> question. Yeah, like, that wasn't hard-hitting. It was hard-hitting Bam. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but a lot of love to Bam, even though a little update right here, um, I lost contact with him. Oh. Like I, he changed his phone number. I didn't have it. Lost contact for, for quite a while. Yeah. And recently I reached out uh, be, because I asked for his new number from a random person who I knew had it, and I sent him a message just congratulating him on what I heard has been more than 120 days of sobriety. That's amazing. And just no. That's amazing. And no I mean, response. you didn't you didn't know this, but we have a little surprise to you. Bam! Come on out. <laughs> yeah, but I got no response, and, and that did hurt my feelings and, and a lot of love. But anyway, back to you. <laughs> yeah. Back to you. Well, I think we should touch back on that. That seems salacious. No, I mean, no. I mean, he didn't get. He, yeah, you, he, no he didn't get back so to you. The story ends there. Uh, did story you come ends. up green or blue? You might be blocked. What? Well, no, no, no. He's 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 again blue, and he's got this crazy habit of just no matter who texts him, he's got like red receipts on. It's very Ooh. weird. I think I think it's just for everybody. Red. So right away, red. No three dots. <laughs> no typing back. None. What is he? A hacker? How do you do that? Three dots is the other person type. Yeah, but how does he? Phone. How does he not? Oh, oh I mean, yeah, yeah, I no, my God, I sorry, I, I was electrocuted a bunch. Yeah, I didn't see. <laughs> he, he, there's no dots because he's not typing. Right, right. You yeah. all caught that? Yes. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought like yeah. he took off the feature where you could tell if he's typing, yeah, no, and then I realized, oh, I was electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All good, but as I said, the story ends there because there's no response. Sure. And speaking of stories. Yes. I don't know like, if it's, if it's uh, common knowledge, if everybody's seen your appearance on This Is Not Happening. Uh, I don't know. It I, came, it, yeah, it came out on YouTube pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a storytelling show by uh, right. Ari Shafir, and I told a story on it. Yeah. Right, and you told a story about how you received a package which was uh, addressed with your address, but it had the wrong name, and yeah. inside was a pair of designer pants and you, you ate an edible and got so high that you thought, you know what, like, I, I'm gonna open the box. You found the person's email in the box and then you sent a ransom note yeah. saying like, I have your pants hostage. Duh. I mean, this is a crazy story. They're size six pants. You got into the pants it, yeah, and it, sent photo proof that you had them. Yeah. Okay. I, now, without telling your whole story and everything, if, you, if, if people know about it or if not, they can find it it's on This Is Not Happening from Comedy Central. Yeah. A hard-hitting question. Is that story actually true? 100% true. Wow. Yeah, 100% true. I'll tell you, this, is, this might be a little bit more embarrassing. Uh, all right, there's one element. It, it, I, can, I can hardly imagine more embarrassing than the story. Right, <laughs> it was one element that I added for a fact because they wanted to put uh, the story into a show that had a theme. I was not high. 
Oh, wow. And I felt, I was like, I'll say I'm high because I felt like a, a lunatic if I was stone sober doing that. Wow. So I was like, no, no, I'll say I took an edible because that will help me not look like a fucking psychopath. Wow. I was just bored. Wow. You know what? I, I'm going to take back what I said. It's not even embarrassing. It's just like genuinely like overboard creativity oh thank you yeah well she was gonna call the fbi so yeah <laughs> yeah i realized that it's uh you know when you don't know that you're not in on it and you receive the ransom note uh you know that's uh it's not really cool it's fantastic man and, it took um, me about six minutes to get into those pants i bet i looked at him and i was just like i i feel like i can do it I wonder what a size six would equate to in dude language, as in like I'm thirty-two, thirty. I don't. I think it's like sixteen, ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I, I got. I had the pants for weeks, and uh, and and I didn't know what to do with them. And then finally, I was a snowstorm, and I was home. And I was like delirious, and so I opened them to, to really to really return them. And there was the invoice in there with a with a uh, Stacy. What was yeah, her yeah, name? of course, it makes sense. What do you and, call that? A packing slip. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I went, and as I was doing it, it just dawned on me. I was like, I should I should write her a ransom note for these pants. And I, I cut them out of like, you know, you, like, you have a stack of magazines in the house you just have for some reason, you don't throw them out. Oh, you did it letter by letter. Letter yeah. by letter, I did it. It took five hours. Dude. Five bro, hours. Bro, he cut out letters, like each letter to assemble the words and it came out to 18 pages. Yeah. He scanned them all and emailed them all with proof of life photos. And I only had children's scissors Dead sober. And my friggin' like knuckles were like completely blistered and everything. <laughs> but I forged forward and uh, and I and I I I, 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 said, I was gonna about to send the ransom note and I'm like, wait, like how does she have she has to know that I have them? So I was like, I have to take a picture of them. So then I was about to take a picture of them and it just everything started to snowball. Then I was like, well, I should probably put them on. You know, that'll be real fun. So I got into them, and then I was like, I had no shirt on. And I was like, well, I don't want her to get the wrong idea. <laughs> this, is, this is just, this is one crime, it's not two. And uh, so now I was like, well, I got to put something on. Then I thought, oh, it would be funny made if I put on like a, a suit top, you know, like, so I put on like a sports coat and a tie and like, a, you know, button down. And, uh, and the, the, the pants, like, really, like, they stopped right about here. So I put, on, I put on these red socks with, like, lightning bolts on them. And I put on dress shoes. And then I was about to take the photo. And then I said, I can't take the photo showing my face. It's a ransom note. And, you know. You're holding up a newspaper. <laughs> this, is where, like, this is where I was like, fine, I'll say that I was high. Then I was like, well, I guess I'll just wear a ski mask. <laughs> So now I'm in my house. I have on women's pants with a suit and a ski mask. And I start photographing myself. Oh, yeah. Sexy poses. Yeah. I was taking real casual. I call it like terrorist casual. Yeah. Well, kind of casual slash provocative. Yeah. Yes, it was provocative. And then I, uh, I scanned it and I, and I put one of the pictures in there. And uh, I just wrote like to her like, hey, the subject was I have your pants. And then I just said, hey, I have your pants. Um, and then there was 18 pages of a ransom note. 
It's hard to imagine an 18-page ransom letter that doesn't cover everything that needs to be covered. And when it comes to online commerce, Shopify covers absolutely everything that needs to be covered. I mean, no matter how big or small your business is, you start out with a website that could not be easier to build. It is the gold standard on e-commerce. And then whatever you wish to do with your online business, it is so easy to plug and play with Shopify. It's how I've done all of my business as long as I've been on the internet. Actually, that's not true. I had some pretty janky operations. It was when I switched to Shopify that everything started running smoothly and I started enjoying some success with my online. So I can't speak highly enough about Shopify and how easy it is to get started and how easy it is to grow your business no matter what stage your business is in. And if you want to try this out, you got a $1 investment on your hands. They've got a $1 per month trial period Period. So that for just $1, you can find out how easy Shopify truly is and how comprehensive it is for all of your business needs. And to get that $1 free trial, you go to Shopify.com slash Stevo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Stevo. Again, for a $1 per month trial period so that you find out how you cannot go wrong with Shopify. It is the one-stop solution for all of your e-commerce needs and you need to try it. Now, let's get back to it. I was making demands like she has to get me Skippy Honey Peanut Butter in a duffel bag that's unmarked. I was high, you know, and uh... Yeah. And I sent it out, and uh, the next morning I went to go check it, and she had written back, and she was like pissed off, you know? She was like, I don't know like what this is about and who she, you well, she are. She said, this is creepy. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. said, this is creepy, this like is a creepy. man wearing my pants. Are. And then it dawned on me, oh, that is creepy, you know? <laughs> but a uh, man wearing my pants, and like sending me a ransom note, I don't know how, you know, whatever. And she's like, I want this corrected and I'm gonna, you know, I'm pro I will probably contact the FBI now. For, she wrote for harassment and possible terrorism. Yep. And I was like, is it yeah. terrorism or not? Like, that's any not gonna hold up, person, it's not gonna hold up in court. Any reasonable person, like, like profusely apologizes on the spot. Yeah. And this fucking lunatic <laughs> writes back with more photos do you think I'm playing games? <laughs> <laughs> Man, those edibles hit hard, though. <laughs> All right. Now, okay, so with, uh, with, with stand-up comedy, like, I, I watched that whole story. I loved it. I, I, I enjoyed it. And, and I thought, you know, um, here's an example, like many stand-up comedians do, just, like, if not embellishing, just completely fabricating Some a totally movie. phony story. Yeah. And wow, uh, it's amazing that that's a true story. Yeah. And, and, I, and I really, really love and respect like uh, truth. Oh, me too, comedy. man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, not to like... Uh, no, everyone has their own style, yeah, and, it, and, with, and within the community, like that's what you do. You take right. some people take elements of truth, they combine stories, they give you a story, and they sometimes they'll embellish here right. and there. But you know, some yeah. of them, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with a stand-up comedian telling a completely fictional story. Yeah, there's nothing. I'm not disparaging anybody. My my approach is to not. But fuck only those people, them. though. 
<laughs> My approach is not only to tell the truth, but to provide receipts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like but what I want to ask you. And, and I'm sorry, I feel like I have my back to you. No, I'm, so I'm like, uh, like oh, getting really shit. fucking seasick up here. I'm like, yeah, just apologies. holding on for dear life. Sal, oh, you're I, good. I don't mean to. I, no, I, no, please. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm sick like a few times a day on this boat. <laughs> Sal, I, I, I used to have this bad habit, and then I just gave up and continued it. Um, this is my co-host, Scott Randolph. I yes, you guys now I can you. talk. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this is my other co-host, Skinny Vinny. Skinny Vinny. Yeah, and he was supposed to, he changes things up at the last minute. He was supposed to sit here. You were supposed to sit there. You didn't introduce. I, I told, uh, I told <laughs> Vinny that I was going to marginalize him by seating you here so that you were looking away from him. But then I accidentally <laughs> forgot and did that to Scott. So I fucking scored. Steve, yeah. Steve Randolph. Save some first names for the rest of us, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. But you seem like a real sweet fellow, and I love your whole look. Thank you. Really, I ha I bought that jacket. I have that exact Levi's. jacket. Exa Times Square. You got it in Times Square. Times Square. I, I think I might have ordered mine online, but it's been years. And I ordered it, and it didn't close. It didn't button. You know. And I said, well, you know, one day. Why? Because you. One day. It didn't I, fit. I, why? It didn't fit. To, to this day, I have not worn that jacket. Really? Yeah. And I came out and looked at it, and it brought all the memories back. You want to wear it tonight? Yeah, I'll wear it yeah. tonight. I love it. I love it. Well, oh, damn. Okay. A regular old fashioned model. It looks so much better on Does you than fit? Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I think I know what you're going to say right now. That he looks better than me? Well, that it's a gift. It's, it's a gift. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gift. Uh, yeah. Oh, those are cool um, shoes, dude. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yours are better. Yeah, Scott, like... Uh, I had those, and I... <laughs> I had ordered those, and they were just a little uh, uh, too big. <laughs> and I said, well, my foot's going to grow, you know. It's, you've, everyone knows your foot grows about a half inch a year. It's, it's been about a year. What size I'll probably fit Scott? into them right this second. I think these are... 12 or 13? 12 or 13. Well, which one? <laughs> oh, no sock? I'm good. <laughs> <They're> 13. <laughs> right. Now, Skinny Vinny over here is a serious fan of yours. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan. I can say that. He's yeah. been talking been, about you the whole time. I've been seeing you up, 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 all time. around. I didn't, we didn't get to talk yet. Yeah, I'm to talk stoked. To I'm excited. I mean, I'm sure everybody loves the fucking Jokers. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. So I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm, thank I'm, you for having us. Yeah, jeez, uh, Louis. I mean, thank you guys. For, oh, thank you all. Thank you all for coming on this. Like, we yeah. do, they ask us to do it. We never really know, you know. And then this this happens, and I'm like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever, really. Man, it's unbelievable. I'm having the time of my life. Now, I'm gonna. I want to get serious in a couple. Of ways, okay. Okay. Um, with respect to stand-up comedy, you. Uh, when did you start, like genuinely in earnest, performing stand-up? Yeah, I did um, a little uh, right out of college. Okay. But it was just mics, and then I 
did, mostly did sketch after that right. for like a long time. And then I really, really got back into it around 2006, I think. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was my first time in 2006, but I never really dove into it until 2010. Okay, right on. Yeah. So four years just like kind of messing around with it and stuff like that? Yeah. Uh, a couple of times doing it, loaded on drugs, and then just like, right uh, it, you know, and then things just kind of went south from there. Yeah. Yeah. What um, drugs were you on when you first went up on stage? Um, I was mostly, I think, just drunk and, and high, maybe some pills. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? More like, what were yeah. you on? Kind of a mellow day. Okay, what, <laughs> what kind of pills would you take? I'm sorry to... Well, the, 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 I remember my second time, because it was on video, I said, I don't know if it's the uh, amphetamines, the pills, the grass, or the booze, but I feel great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, nobody knows the, that I, I did, still people don't know that I do stand-up because I'm known more for, for the jackass. Uh, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was going to ask this question, but given that you got into stand-up so much uh, earlier, like, have you had any kind of a feeling that, like, uh, that people think, oh, you're coming into stand-up and you're not really a comedian, yeah, you're yeah. this crossover? And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I think that's going to happen no matter what. Sure. And I was kind of bracing for it more than it happened. Right. Because I'm in New York, and like, I was doing like six spots a night, like four nights a week. And so once you throw yourself into it like that, and you see everyone you know, over and over, and they see you putting in the work and stuff, and you, know, you get better and stuff, hopefully. And, and then like, yeah, I just felt like they kind of welcomed me. I, they liked the show. A lot of the comics in New York, I used to have a bar, and I would, I would host a, a stand-up show. But I wasn't doing stand-up, I, my, my buddy. And so every comic that you guys know now that's probably like super big comics, they would just come to my dive bar and do comedy from like 2008 to like 2012 and uh, 2011. And so I knew them from that already. And then it was during that that I got the show. So a lot of the comics knew me when I got the show. And then like, so the transition was kind of, you know, smooth. but I, I got I to... I have to educate people that I'm a stand-up right now. I, have my, I just recorded my first special in Chicago last month. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. I know you've done like two now, right? I, I just released my third. You, you just released your third? My third. Oh, that's amazing, man. That's well, amazing. <laughs> to be fair, to, to be fair, um, I think that it seems you were a little bit more strategic um, and I'd really waited until it was going to be like solid, like really like, you know. Yeah, you know. Because you only get one chance to make a first impression, and I kind of think that maybe my first special did more harm than good. <laughs> <laughs> but you got two more after it. Well, sort of. <laughs> you know, I mean, what I did after the first one, and I'm not saying that my first one was bad. I think it, it, it you know, the material, I'm not even mad at it. But like just as a, you know, performing, I, I had this little tick, this insecurity where like tell a joke and kind of laugh at my own joke, even though it's patently obvious. I've told them hundreds of times, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thousands of times. Uh, but uh, I laugh, you know, I just try to stay in the moment as much as possible. And yeah. so if, if I do laugh because I'm like, I don't like to like, I'm not using it as a crutch or yeah. anything, but I, I'm, I laugh. I'm a, I'm a laugher. I laugh sure. at, I still laugh in the comedy clubs at my friends' jokes that I've seen them do a hundred times. Sure. Because I just love it. I love to laugh, you know what I mean? Right. The so, difference for me is that it was clearly like, an, like an, uh, a palpable insecurity where yeah. it's like, you know, I'm trying to like sort of 
like it's funny, right? You oh, know, a million. But we all. I mean, it's just stage yeah. time. You just need to do more sure. stage. You know. Yeah. I felt the same way, and then I, I never watch myself. I, I've recorded oh, a, a reset on my phone I've ever done, and I never really watch myself on video. I don't like to watch the show either. I just don't like. It's just a weird thing to see yourself. It's you just so common. look at all the things you could have done and didn't do right, and all the insecurities you have and everything. So I'd never watch. And uh, when I was gearing up to film the special, I was like, I have to start recording these because I want to look at myself to see if I have right. any ticks and what I'm doing, and I correct those things. Amen to that. It's so important to always be working on yourself and striving for your goals. And for me lately, the goals are cognition, rest, uh, metabolism. And no matter what your goal is, Momentous has the ability to help you with it. This is the supplement brand that covers every single base. It was developed with the help of Dr. Andrew Huberman. It's used by 90% of the teams in the NFL, over 200 different pro and college locker rooms, and how about this? The U.S. military uses it. It's because they're the best. It's legit. And... I love it. I love it for my cognition, my rest, my metabolism. They do it all. And if you want to try it, you go to Live Momentous. That's L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S dot com. And use the promo code Stevo for 20% off your order. I mean, you can't go wrong with this. It's the most legit line of supplements out there. And one more time, you can get 20% off your order. If you go to livemomentous.com and use the promo code Stevo. Now let's get back to it. And so I only just started watching myself and I, I really, really don't enjoy it at all. But, but, it, but, but it benefits so much. You <laughs> it know? does. It's it, like, it's like, like watching a, like a football team watching tape for the next week. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Yeah. And, and dude, I, I got so lucky, man. I got so lucky because after I taped my first special, I went in to put it together my next hour. And while performing one night, I thought, oh, my God, like all of these stories that I'm telling in this new hour pretty much all happened on video to begin with. So I'll edit the footage in in post so that it illustrates the stories as I tell all, them, yeah. make a multimedia special. I love it, yeah. And as my head exploded, and so I automatically had to start recording my sets and then put it into the computer and drop the interstitial footage into the timeline, which forced me to watch my stand-up, which I didn't want to do either, right. but it was just as simple as the things that really made me cringe, yeah. to stop doing them. Yep. So like it progressed, my second special was so much better than my first, but it was comprised of old news, like old stories, and I was like, man, I'm living in the past. So my third one is all brand new, like material. The one that Jordan shot for you, yeah, right? Yeah, the one that Jordan so We shot had the same uh, deep director yeah. of photography, DP, they might have got the wrong idea, I don't know what that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to be like, I'm not like a lingo, like Hollywood guy. Like, you know, we had the same DP, it's, uh, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, and he, actually, when I had my first uh, meeting with him, he showed me uh, just a clip of you, your entrance, because this, yeah. the stage was, incredible what you yeah. did thank you my fiance is was the production oh, designer right yeah she's awesome she is so awesome yeah, you, you were just telling me backstage how she does like in your house she like just yeah. kind of that's got to be crazy to have like a, a set designer like a professional <laughs> also decorate your own home oh big time big yeah because i'm mean, just like key it out like a motherfucker you know like i'm just like key it everything i just everything in my house i put together myself <laughs> and it has yeah. a weight limit and uh i have so much <laughs> ikea yeah my my, my my fiance is the most wonderful, 
Like, I, like, I genuinely think that there's nobody who uh, knows me well or cares about me at all who doesn't believe that I'm a better version of myself in my relationship with her. Aww. Yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm very, uh, I'm like very private in my personal life and so, you know, but uh, I, I've been in the same relationship for, I think, uh, 12, 12, 13 years with my, wow. she's my best friend and yeah, I think she's even here somewhere. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. I, 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 I'm really, I feel really lucky because, you know, I had a lot of not best friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, before this one, I'd never managed to be in a relationship for more than 10 months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and wow, did I like screw up a lot more than that. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, you get, we get, I mean, it's, it sounds like I'm an old man. At first I'm like DP and now it sounds like I should have a pipe. I'm like, you know, when you get older, things just change. <laughs> and, uh, but right. yeah, it's like I, I just found myself uh, approaching forty years old, and I just thought, man, like uh, trying to hook up with chicks all the time really is not a good look anymore. <laughs> like, and moving, moving forward, it's just not the path to happiness. Right. So I like you know, so I went to sex addict rehab. <laughs> oh, is that for real? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's that like? I, I just kind of, I just kind of. Uh, is this just the person they they assign to you that when you're about to have sex they go uh uh uh? <laughs> yeah. I just condensed the story a little bit, and Scott Randolph to your right, yes. like. Uh, Excuse me. Um, we we uh, started working together. I just got out of sex addict rehab in 2013. The first week of 2014, I, I, I hit Scott up. I was like, dude, I've got like my sexual sobriety and uh, I gotta go like out to do this comedy club gig in Tennessee and there's just no way. I was like, dude, I'd, like, could I get you to come with me and just cock block? It's even harder than like <laughs> drug rehab because women are yeah. everywhere. Right. Yeah, Yeah. just, just cock block, just stay by my side and just like. Yeah, we shared a room together for like two, three years. That, I mean, that's, no, that's some serious, like, I mean, everything about you, right, I'm so admirable, really, really. What, dude, thank you. Like, you probably won't believe this, but it's a fact. It is, it is, it's, like, it's changing your entire life. For the better. Yeah, I wouldn't expect you to believe this, but they recommended a period of celibacy, and I went crazy with it. I did not blow a load, not by myself or with anybody I, When else. you said I did not blow a, I was just kind of hanging on that one, but God. <laughs> <laughs> For the entire year of 2014, I did not. Really? I did not ejaculate. I don't, once. is that? You, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You didn't ejaculate in 2014? Did ejac yeah, yeah. I would WebMD that because I don't know if that's smart either. Uh, Elvis. What, can, can, what's happening on the inside? Elvis did, did not leave the building for the entire year of 2014. Did you yeah, but, take wait, a picture wait, wait, wait. of your balls that year? I, I, uh, I took a picture of that load. That very, <laughs> the first one. But why do you say the entire year? Because you actually went 431 I went days. I went a total of 431 days. What did that, what take did us, that first take us, load feel like? Yeah, like, <laughs> take, us back, take us back to yeah, 432. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you, and um, I'll also color this in. During the period of celibacy, I told Johnny Knoxville about what I was doing. And he said, whoa, man, you know, uh, dude, like that's... Uh, you know, they, they, like, watch out, man. Like, like not ejaculating. That's, uh, you know, going to put you at serious risk for prostate cancer. <gasps> really? And I said, Knoxville, I'm pretty sure that if uh, jacking off was the cure for prostate cancer, <laughs> nobody would have it. <laughs> 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 no, not true. one person in the whole world. But, uh, but, when, but yeah, that, that, when, after 431 days, um, it was unimpressive. I wanted it to be just a... Like a, like a fire hydrant got hit by a Mack truck, you know? Like yeah. I went, I went, you I were went in Austria. Did the yeah. person- you know How I know that? 
because he sent me the picture of the load all over his chest. <laughs> he's laying there in bed in his boxers and he's like smiling and it's just all over his chest. Yeah, well, it was more like, my tummy. <laughs> Huh? Oh, I thought it was the first time you had sex again. No, 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 no. Okay. I cranked it. I was going to ask you, like, did the, the, the person know that it, they were the person? No, no, no. Okay. no. Like, it would have been a lot cooler of a story if it wasn't me by myself. <laughs> what, 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 what was it about that day? Was it like a, a, um, a really good like, a commercial or something like that? I, I, I had been um, taping this uh, reality TV show for British television. In, 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 we were in Austria. The, the thing was called The Jump, and it was celebrities competing in winter sports. And uh, like the period, it was like six weeks in Austria, and that was six weeks that I was removed from my, uh, my men's therapy group. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, like my kind of routine of keeping yeah. my, my mental health, and I just decided at that point, I was like, you know what? This isn't healthy anymore. This is ridiculous. This has turned into sexual anorexia, yeah. and like, and and we're done with this. Yeah. And then I I cranked it out and I sent the photo to all my buddies and and the whole therapy group. That's so sweet. That's right. so sweet. Yeah, because it, you they support each other. The, well, the men's therapy group like uh, was a little bit aghast because the therapist is a woman, and uh, they they didn't yeah. think that was cool at all. How but, long did it take you to bust the nut? Oh, not long. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked at it. You're like, uh, here it is. Not long at all. But like the the, the important thing is that um, you know the, throughout that entire time, and, and like very seriously, my mantra was that I was doing the work to become the man that the love of my life deserves. Oh. You know, because it's not about finding the right person. Yes. It's about becoming the right person. I, dude, yeah. I mean, yeah. fuck yeah. I, 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 feel, I feel strongly about that. And, um, You're yeah, so I, sweet. Uh, yeah, and You're I, a I, sweet guy. He's such a sweet guy. Well, thank you, man. Like, I put in the work. I found the one. You know, and, uh, group texting your load. It's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, um, you know, like, we're, we're together. We just bought this big ranch in, in Tennessee. But I've been in this place as of late, um, kind of a dark place, because I just finished my bucket list tour. I taped that special mm -hmm. with our same DP. Yep. And, you know, like, so no touring. Like, uh, they, like, taped the special, I got no show. Yep. You know, that tour is I'm over. I'm there right now, so yeah. Now, it's, it's, next, it's scary. It's I got, weird. I'm, I'm not yeah. on tour. So, like, tour is the bread and butter. Mm -hmm. And when the, when the bread and butter's not coming in, then I realize, wow, like, my overhead, like, yeah. all my fixed expenses, <laughs> all my, like, I have a lot of people on my payroll. I, <laughs> the two warehouses and the warehouse staff and the fucking, like, like all the, it's pretty insane. And I've got, like, um, the, the, the bookkeeping slash accounting team sending me my monthly financials. And for all of my work, I see the bottom line is a negative number. Like I'm bleeding money. And I'm thinking, wow, like I'm bleeding money. Like I'm just gonna like be, be broke at this point. I have rate. anxiety. I, because I have the same, you know, it's the same experience. And you're saying it right now and I'm feeling the pit in my yeah. chest of the anxiety because I know the, the feeling, man. Wow, I just got pretty vulnerable right there, and I'm okay with that. But the vulnerability that I'm not okay with is the fact that at the rate we're going, plastic is going to outweigh fish in the ocean by 2050. You know how scary that is? We got to do something about that. And you know who is doing something about that? Liquid death with their infinitely recyclable cans. Like, they're bringing death to plastic. That's what it's all about.
death to plastic. And the cans just happened to look like beers. And the night before I got on this cruise, I was trying to go into Denny's, drinking a liquid death. And they were like, you're not allowed in with that beer. And I just thought, isn't that cute? So I pounded it, recycled it, and headed on into Denny's. There you go, man. That's what it's all about. It's just feeling good about doing the right thing. That's what Liquid Death is all about. And if you go on Amazon Prime, you get free shipping for their mountain spring water, their flavored water, their iced teas. And if you want to really support the podcast, you go to liquiddeath.com slash Stevo and just check out all the great stuff that they have. I love the company. I stand by the company. And I want you to as well. So there it is. Support Liquid Death. Check out all their awesome stuff at liquiddeath.com slash Stevo. And let's get back to it. Yeah, and so then it's like this, like I think it's that we have a strong advantage because we are creative people and we have like powerful imaginations. But when our imaginations turn on us mm-hmm. and then like we kind of get the, I get the idea like, oh, you know what? Like, man, I had a really good run. I was on a like pretty upward trajectory in my career, like shockingly, like into my 40s, like close to 50. And then I peaked and now I'm just in free fall mode, yeah. man. I'm in free fall, like I'm over with. Oh my God, what am I gonna do? Like, uh, I've got these plans for my next tour and I don't know if they're gonna blow up in my face and then I'm gonna really be over, but like I've just been in this like place of kind of fear and, um, you know, like whether it's rational or not, like uh, it's real. It's really been scary. And like because I came on this cruise, like by contract, I had to bring a one hour long performance to this stage. Right. And, and it was like, dude, I wouldn't have put together an hour show unless I had to. And because of you, I had to. And like oh. I just sat down with the gorgeous Paul Brisky. And like, we just like, we, we shot the shit. I was like, okay, what if I make a, a whole show like as a, a journey through everything that wasn't allowed on Jackass, everything that got taken down by YouTube, just basically everything that, that just cannot be, mm-hmm. t- like the only way that people can see it is because I'm gonna physically fucking bring it to them. And yeah, which is a great them, idea. You know, like, so. yeah. I mean, if you, especially, it's, it, it's a, you're, you're, you're engaging to anyone who, who doesn't even know. You're such uniquely you. But if you're a fan, too, that kind of, an, like, that kind of thing is like we eat it up. You know what I mean? And, and the, the, the fact that I, I had to put that show together, the fact that I did put that show together, like last night and the night before, I performed that show. And it means the world to me that you were there oh, yeah, for man, it last course. night. Yeah, of yeah. course. I, I, I'm, of course I'm going to support, you know? Man. And I didn't know at first that that's what you did. And then when I, you mentioned it and I was like, holy shit. Like yeah, that's, that, that, that's, that is so, that is the most stressed I ever got, uh, I, ever, I ever get in terms of like live performance. Uh, like, uh, like when I'm out of material or like yeah. sometimes they have to put tickets on sale like six months in advance. And you have to. That's like the way that it works. You can't just put a show on sale like in a week. And sometimes they put them on sale when I don't have anything yet. And it's like, it's six months of extreme, extreme stress, like literally nightmares of just like, yeah. I'm not going to have anything. It's not going to be good enough. I always feel like I'm imposter syndrome. Like I always yeah. feel everybody's like all my peers, like everyone's better than me. Even younger comics, they have so much confidence. You know, I don't, I don't really have confidence. I have fun and I believe in something once it's proven, but like really I'm not that confident, you know, like I, I'm, you know, so I'm like kind of shy if I'm not on stage, you know what I mean? So what, what size venues are you doing? Um, currently, 
like yeah, when you put together a new show. Or um, a new I, show? right now anywhere, you know, on the low side. I'm so lucky. I'm doing theaters right now, so uh, you know, maybe twelve thousand, twelve hundred on the high side, maybe thirty-five hundred. Think yeah, like that's somewhere good. in between that. In good markets, and you know, whatever. Um, but so twelve hundred to thirty-five hundred. It depends on like the market or whatever, you know. Yeah. yeah but and then oh, what about this? What about? I mean, what, I know this is a lot of inside talk, but like you get the ticket sale reports. Yeah. And that's like just looking at like it's so stressful. Oh, dude. It's a big <laughs> spreadsheet and it yeah. has every show. Sometimes we book forty shows and it has right. forty shows and how much the theater holds and how many have been sold. Yeah. And, and then it, next to that the. The, the actual percentage. percentage yeah. <laughs> and you're just looking at like 11%, 17%, yeah. 18%. Yeah. And I feel the same thing. I'm like, it's over. Right. It's over. Uh, no right. one's coming to this. I can't, I can't go forward selling 10% of the tickets. Right. And you know what's even worse is that when you graduate to theaters, now it's actually not just like the email that you get privately from your team. Now, it's on your website, there's a link to the show, and anybody on the, in the world can click the link to the show, and a seat map is it's, now gonna show up so with, with the, the seats <laughs> colored in that are map, sold. Yeah. Like we are that's, just, that's how I also look, because sometimes I'm like, let me see what it looks like on a seat map, and I open it, and just so <laughs> many deep. open seats, and you're like, oh my God. But you know what's crazy, is that, is that even when the seat map is so mortifying, like, it actually doesn't look that bad in the room. So, you know, like the room Yeah, actually, somehow they kind of make up for it in know, a way. I don't know, yeah. But, but yeah, we have the same exact experience. I think it's good to have fear, though. For that's sure. That's a motivator, you know? Have, like, you, have you heard about the theory uh, that anxiety is what makes greatness? I, 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 I <laughs> that's good news <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I am a basket case, bro. Well, I am a basket case, a basket really. Case yeah, sure. yeah, I am, really. Okay, how about this? Let me ask you this. Um, does it make you really uncomfortable if somebody asks you, are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. that question for years. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a happy basket case. Wow, okay. I'm so thankful. I don't know how I got here. I, I, I don't take it for granted. I, I have so much love in my life and so much inspiration. Um, I, I'm a basket case, but I'm, I'm, I feel very lucky. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, me, I, mean, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. I can relate to that. I just think that, like, for me, like, it always felt, like, offensive to me, like, very, uh, like, invasive. Like, how dare you ask me if I'm happy? Sure. Because my gut tells me right away, like, I kind of scan my body, I'm like, mm, no, I'm actually gripped by anxiety and fear and stress. Like, I feel clenched up like a fist. I don't feel even remotely happy. And so that's why the question bothered me so much. It triggers you because it makes you yeah. think inward, you know, when you, right. me, you run up and just ignoring it for a little bit. But it bothered me enough that I, I chewed on it. I really gave it thought, you know, I kind of broke it down. I was like, hmm, I really, I'm not happy. Is that a problem? And I thought, you know what? Like it's it, like this, uh, this constant sense of anxiety, like I'm gonna be over with, I'm gonna lose everything that I have, like, like if it's okay now, it's not gonna be okay, it's gonna yeah. end, and that's fear and anxiety, and then that kind of, be, that is the fire under my ass mm -hmm. that keeps me striving and, and wanting to, to achieve, and, and, and it's that, like that fire under it's my like ass. Fight, flight, yeah. that, that, you know, like, like cause then I started thinking from there, like, okay, well, what if I was happy? Like, that sounds dangerously synonymous with content. 
And content sure. seems to me an awful yeah. lot like lazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want to be lazy. I want to fucking strive. Like, I so agree. I, I'm not I, happy unless I'm working. Yeah. What the I'm really fuck? How does your brain work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to be happy. I choose the hustle. That's where I arrived at. Yeah, yeah. but can't you be happy and hustle at the same time? Uh, if can't I had a switch, I, I can't. Going? <laughs> I can't turn the switch off. That's the thing. It's, it's the thing that causes drives the stress is also the thing that makes me happy. Therein lies the rub, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. For yeah. sure. It, it's fantastic. But I just want you, to... You seem so, so cheery and happy and like it's such positive energy. And not even like from when I met you here, just in... in, in like I've seen you, like, you know, if I've seen clips of you online or whatever, and just from people that I know that know you, and, like, it's just, you're, like, kind of beaming. You really, you know? And it's like, you know, people, I don't know if you have this, but, like, people know you, and have, they, you have a reputation, and sometimes if you, like, meet them, there might be some preconceived notions. They don't know. Maybe even be intimidated by you. Like, I was, I, when I was trying to get on the pod, like, in the past, they were trying to, like, because I was a little intimidated, because I didn't know. Oh, wow. I didn't know how, like, you would... I just didn't know how it would go, you know. I don't know. I oh, right. I mean, yeah. we were supposed to meet up with you guys in New York like yeah. a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, I just forever. It's a you know. I just it's so funny to, for us to hear you say when I was trying to get on the pod because yeah. we've been clamoring to get you. Forever. Oh, that's so nice. And it's just we're on different coasts, so it yeah. never like uh, scheduling wise, it ne it never worked out. But I really wanted like just tell you from the bottom of my heart that this cruise it it represents like a switch from like. You know, like, but just by putting together the out the hour show, by by the way that this wonderful crowd received it, by like the the doubts, the doubts, like the doubts that I had about the plans I have for the future, whether they're gonna blow up in my face, like I just I. Like I figured it out. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be good. Like I'm gonna be good. Wait, a weight lifted. A weight that, lifted. That spark and inspiration will drive you now. Uh, Until we bomb, then it's like we don't belong here again. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I, I went from this dark place of fear to like this joyful place of a, of just abundance, and 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 it's all because this fucking cruise. That's fucking man. awesome. Like, That's awesome. I really. That's yeah. so cool. I mean, yeah. props to you. Props. Props to you for taking the show knowing that you would have had to do that because there's a scenario where, like, you know, you can't pull it all together in time, and that's the right. thing, right? And yeah. you took the, when I found out that you took the show and you didn't have anything, I was like, wow. Because, like, that is crazy. An hour takes people years. It could take yeah. you so long. I mean, but I mean, to fine tune it, you're going to work on it for how right. long now? Like, oh, and, and it is going to morph into what is my next tour. Yeah. Like, as, I've, as I do all my shoot, shooting my ridiculous shit, like, that's just going to kick out all this sort of interim stuff. And it's it's so, great. I'm, I'm so, that's so nice of you to say. Dude, I, I yeah. just appreciate the hell out of it. Man. Yeah. And, and I, I tell you, I. I get this from a lot of people that have come on this boat. This is our fifth cruise. I'm not just saying this. I get this because you guys are so supportive and open and, and so happy to be here. And so it's, it's, you treat everybody that we bring on this. You guys always treat everyone we bring on this. Like we co-sign everybody that comes on this and you guys just respect it so much. And I hear that from everyone. So I just a thank you to you guys as well. For real, really. It's, it's just... It's a, it's a game changer to have like people this enthusiastic and kind of just cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. And can we get the house lights up on in the back? I want like uh, the because we got this one camera. Who came up with the idea to have a, a Joker's cruise ship tour? 
Okay, so we, we filmed, and so I've been on this boat like seven times. I've never been on a cruise in my life outside of this boat. Yeah, this physical, actual boat. I've been on it seven times, <laughs> and I've never left it. And I've never gone to a restaurant. <laughs> I'm just running around. But like, um, we filmed an episode on this boat. And back then, we couldn't be seen. So like, we just hid like in the engine. <laughs> <laughs> And just emerged like every few hours and did something and emerged. And it was like five days of hanging out in the engine. And, uh, and then we had a relation, got a relationship with them. And then, uh, I don't know, I guess, I, guess, I think Sixth Man, they're awesome. And they, I think they just came and said, we think you, you, know, you have the fan base to do this. Um, so they were taking a, a leap of faith on us based on you. And, uh, and they, were, they were fucking right. So, yeah. Now, how... It's so, it's so epic, man. Yeah. It's, how, it, how long does something like this, like your first one, how long did it take from start to finish to actually get it going? And like all the, the creative meetings and planning and all that sh shit, you know, how long? For the cruise? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it, it was two elements to it. One, the people that run this thing called Sixth Man, they do a lot of these and they are professional and they, they, I mean, I'm impressed every year that I come here. They had just got it down. So that was really good having a partner like that. But then, yeah, we have to like, you know, it's, just like, it's also by committee. You know, everyone has their own opinions and everyone's equal opinions. So sure. it's not like I'm just doing it myself. So if I want to do something with someone else doesn't or, you know, it's a whole like kind of, we have to work through that. And that's even how we make the show. We make the show by committee, you know? So uh, it was, it, but it's fun. It's a fun thing. It's like, what can you dream up? Like this was, this was not like anything else because they say, we'll give you this budget and like bring us what you want. And I was like, wow, it's like a blank canvas. And I, I immediately wanted to make it like a stand-up comedy cruise, you know? Cause I like, I mean, you know, I, not only do I love that and I wanted to see <coughs> comics, but like, uh, I, I, I love supporting other comics. Like, it's like, that's the main thing, to give other comics work, uh, whether they're friends or people I meet and everything. Uh, that's my favorite part about the cruise. That's it. It's just to give people work. Yeah. That's it, great. Dude, it, it's so rad. Um, when, when we first met in person, <laughs> was on this boat. Yeah. At, at the moment that the boat is, is, uh, <laughs> is it's called what, uh, sail away? Yeah. The, yeah, the, the yeah. takeoff point. When the cruise actually begins, the boat leaves the port, and, and always, <laughs> this is like a big moment. The, 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 everyone's on the pool deck. It's like back, you know, when I used to be a clown on cruise ships. I know. And, and I'd be on my stilts with the other clowns, and it would be, they'd be playing, who let the dogs out? You know, like, kind of like that. that same sounds vibe, awesome. Same vibe, different song this time. And you, you three of you guys uh, are on stage with Eric Andre. This is your cruise, your... Uh, addressing the crowd, for the, like, you know, it's over a thousand people, maybe two thousand people. I mean, I'm sure a lot of you were there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are, are the, you guys have, the, have it planned out, like you said, Sixth Man is very, very calculated, very, very uh, professional, very strategic, like, it's, there's a way to do it, and you guys are up there addressing the crowd for the first time as the ship leaves the port, <laughs> and you're, you're doing this thing, and, and I'm just watching it, and I'm just like, it's just like, almost like I have Tourette's syndrome, like, except, except the Tourette's doesn't manifest as me saying something, it, it manifests in action. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like you well, wanna, you, you wanna, you, like yeah, you, 
you like, like singing, I want to like, do it, right? And, and there's it's this, almost like double dutch when you're like yeah, waiting to get it. Yeah, but you did it. say something to me. You were like, Vinny, I need to crash that fucking stage. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I, know can't, how you I feel. can't do it. You know, and there's this like barrier, much like, you know, around Times Square. They've got the barriers and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and I just like, just, I just, just pull the barrier out of the way and I'm just like run up on stage and, and I'm like, ah, you know, and you guys greet, warmly greeted me and, and I'm just crashing your thing, kind of rude, like unannounced, unannounced, like just. That's the fun part, you know? Yeah, and like, and I just, and, and I just grabbed the microphone and I'm like, guys, I like, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help <laughs> myself. And, and everybody's like, you guys are like, yeah, Steve-O. And then I'm like, I got a trick, I got a trick. And I'm like, I, I know that I shouldn't do it. I know that I shouldn't do it. But like again, it's like Tourette's, like with inaction. Right, and like I'd start just thrusting my wiener and balls back and forth and like and then like, you know, like grip it with my thighs and I just pull down my boxer shorts and I've got a mangina and like yeah. That's and, like, how you set sail. Yeah. And, there's kids on the cruise. And, 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 and just, kids just, on the cruise are like, oh, you could have no genitals? They're <laughs> <laughs> right. like, Ken. Like Ken doll. Yeah. And, and, and off the mic, I kind of held the mic to the side, like, like as I'm about to do this, and I said to you, like, I, got a, like, I said to the crowd, I've got a trick. I, I, I pulled away the microphone, and I said to you off mic, I said, totally kid safe. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I literally was like, okay, great. Like, I, I had yeah. no reason not to believe totally. you. Yeah. <laughs> and totally, totally man, did I not know I was four seconds away from a mangina. Right. Like, for it, like, I, you know, I, <laughs> and, and I said, I literally, he pulled his boxes up and I gave him a hug and I'm like, I can't believe this is how I met you. Yeah. Yeah, this is our first physical interaction. Yeah. And, and, and to call it a mangina is really, really generous because, like, I, I have not shaved down there in a long time. I mean, we're talking like in a, pu- a pu- 431 <laughs> days. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I presented to a great many children a serious pubic afro. <laughs> yeah, the kids, some kids coming on here like 15, 16, they're leaving like 30, 31 years old. With a drinking problem. <laughs> right, but, you, you used to do a backflip with the mangina? I did. I used to do a double back backflip, yeah. Wow. I, no, I did. I, uh, I, I filmed my retirement backflip not long ago, and I had to get knee surgery after that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to tread ground that you've done a billion times, but like, you know, you, you're a spectacle. Like people are in awe of what you do, and you te- all you guys, you test the limits, and... It seems like you have no fear. I, I don't know. You know. Maybe you just get work yourself up enough to do it. But it looks like you guys are completely fearless. And also, like, I always wonder, like, when someone has, like, something that they do that's insane, like, the road to get to that. You know what I mean? So, like, w- what's it like to be like, oh, like, I'll just, like, you know, eat a package of light bulbs. Yeah, you know? it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do, I did. Like, what's that first bite like? I, I, I learned how to chew and swallow glass on a cruise ship. Really? 20, 25 years And he's ago. gonna do it right now. <laughs> uh, it's very bad for your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's very bad. No, for but your I teeth. mean, but it, to answer uh, your question, um, the the secret, the, the magic yeah. is just the fact that I need attention. Mm-hmm. Well, my my need for attention outweighs my need for comfort and safety. 
Wow. No, that's like a dead-on bulls accurate answer. That's yeah. good, yeah. I mean, it's literally like a, yeah, mathematically true. Wow. Yeah, Damn. so... Um, in all the time the, you, was, sorry, in all the time you've done the cruise, has anybody ever jumped off the boat? Not that I know. I, I, I offered... I, 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 uh, wow, what's up? <laughs> You're looking at him over there. I told the company people... I, I, <laughs> I told the... the the, the sixth man, yeah. which is the company that puts on this this uh, you know thing, uh, I told the brass that uh, for them, I would happily jump off the ship. But if they don't want me to do that, like Did hey, you I'm a really pro. Do that? I offered my services, but uh, <laughs> that's but I, crazy. But I, I said, but if you don't want me to do that, hey, I'm professional. You know, it's not going to happen. All right, and then they, they then they had a full meeting to determine, <laughs> <laughs> and they came out with no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I figured like it would be kind of. It was like, like a twelve I, angry men. <laughs> I love to get headlines. I'm a big time attention whore. You know, like jumping off the ship when it gets to the port of Miami and being arrested by the Coast Guard, like would definitely get some news. Yeah. But. But. But there is also potential for that to burn a bridge with the sixth man. And I'm just having so much fun. I will right. not jeopardize that relationship. Yeah. I'm dying to come back. I'm dying to do more of this. I think we should have a jackass cruise. Oh, God. That would be crazy. I don't think they want you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want sixth man to feel like I'm a liability or anything, because I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. No, you won't, but then the other 12 guys. <laughs> it's like a liability check over and over and right. over and over. Yeah, as, as, as successful as we all know a jackass cruise would be, I think sixth man smells a little liability. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. When, when our show first came out, I think for just lack of knowledge of what our show would become. Maybe they saw friends messing around on camera, like, you know, real friends. And like, I would get a lot of people say like, oh, you, your show's like Jackass, or you guys, oh, you like, you like the Jackass guys? And I would be like, not at all. You know, like, yeah. I, would, I could and would never do anything that I've ever seen them do. You could take all of you since the fucking, when people passed around that VHS tape, and you could take the lamest thing that you think that you guys have ever done, and I would not do it for all the money in the world. <laughs> and I'm like, it ends that we're friends, and that's how we're like jackass. And also, you guys were stratospheric in your, in like how you like blew up. It was like insane. It was just like, it was like, as soon as it hit, it was like all anyone spoke about. Like, what was that like going from like, just VHS to like literally being like the, oh, uh, all anyone spoke about. In the space of 24 hours, my, like, like the first episode didn't do much to change my life because I didn't really do anything on it, but the second episode is where I swallowed and puked up the goldfish. Yeah. And that was just like two minutes, two and a half minutes of uninterrupted camera time, just my mug, the whole screen. It's cool, the goldfish forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, I had to and do the it. next, the day after the goldfish aired, like my life was radically different in that 24 hour That's period. insane. Yeah. A two minute, it, your life radically changed from w one video. People see a one video. Yeah. That's a wild experience. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was, it was totally insane. My, my favorite fact from that is that like when Steve did the goldfish, he was so camera shy that Knoxville had a talk for him 
what did he say? Knoxville you... said, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Steve-O, and he's going to do the goldfish trick. Because I was too nervous to say, hi, I'm Steve-O, and I'm going to do the goldfish really? trick. Really? That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's so out of whack. Yeah, it's so I'm going to swallow this natural live animal, but I really can't say this sentence right now. Yeah, 100%. You nailed it. Balls on accurate. Well, what's happening in here, like with the fish? Oh, uh, you know. Like, he, how do you know he's not just going to be like, you know, I'm going to stay a little bit longer. I'm going to successfully puked it out and it landed back in the bowl swimming. Yeah. Yeah, and then we what, gave what it to is, What does that fish think happened? Like, but what about the acidity? How does it work? Did you go Google, like, how do I go, swallow the goldfish? Yeah, or how do you like do how that? To, how to drink Google enough water to create a safe environment for it in my stomach. Yeah, no, really. I mean, don't you guys want to know, like, I, I'm again, if you've done, if you talk about this a million times, you don't have to, but like, I see something like that and I'm just like, how? Yeah, hey, man. I didn't know. We had to find out. That's the thing. We're scientists. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. In that moment, that was the first time you ever... Yeah, I'd never done that before. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I, I had come up with the idea like more than a year prior to that, and I was like, dude, I know this one's going to be a hit. I'm going to save it, put it in my back pocket, and I did save it, and it was the first thing I filmed for the Jackass series, and my hunch was correct. Wow. <laughs> That's why you're here. Yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But back to us meeting for the first time. Like, like when, I, when I did the... I, I, I just can't believe you, you winged it. Yeah. If, if, if you, he if, just couldn't help himself. If, if, you, if you would have asked me five minutes before the thing, when I saw you guys get on the stage, like, hey, dude, are you going to get up there? Like, I, I would have been like, no, dude, that's their deal, man. Like, that's their, like, oh. And it just, <laughs> I just, like, I just, it just something took, took over, and I'm, there I am crashing. I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, but I'm all, here I am. I'm you should all a million it. percent yeah. be doing and, it, you and know? Then I, and, then I, and then I expose my pubic afro, and, I, and I'm like, here I am with the man, I'm thinking, like, oh, why am I doing this? And then the rest of that <laughs> night, I was gripped by anxiety, thinking, oh, dude, oh, dude, like, I, the, this is the first I just met them, and they're already. You were like, it was like, that sail away. I, I, I was like, yeah, sail away. <laughs> like, I could, like, I've already destroyed this relationship, and we haven't even left the port. No, meanwhile, we, <laughs> meanwhile, you walked off, and we're like, how fucking cool was that? <laughs> yeah, I, was I didn't so, know what to expect from you. We didn't know. And, like, you know. You don't when you don't know someone like and we bring people on we don't you don't really know what their vibe is you don't know if like they're you know they're just gonna do their show and then be like away or they're really gonna mix it up or what they're gonna give back to you and again it's intimidating you're intimidating you know you've been like <laughs> but you are and so like we, I didn't know when you when you booked it like how it would play out over these days oh that's embarrassing um, we'll edit that out please edit that out. <laughs> Uh, I just didn't know how you, it would play out. And then I was like, oh, immediately I was like, best possible scenario. Like, I, you've been, like, so generous with your time and just, like, you know. Well, so, thank you, man. Yeah. I, I know for sure that, that it's, it's a rad thing, man. It's a rad opportunity. And when they, uh, they in my contract, it was like, oh, you got to do two live shows and one live podcast. And, uh, and I was like, oh, like, that all? I, I said, can you please send a message to them that anything they want me to be involved in, my, my answer is yes. Oh, wow. No matter what it is. That didn't get and, to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to say that. And all the six men came back with it. was like, oh, could you host a belly flop contest? That's yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we're doing that. I think we're doing it, I think. Oh, are we going to do the I belly flop so, yeah, contest? Yeah. 
I'm gonna try to keep my my whole body Tourette's in in uh, in check. Like it's. I I personally will be fully clothed and not belly flopping, but I cannot promise anything here. You don't have to worry about any any nudity. That that I'm good with. Okay. You know you don't have to worry. I'm not worried. Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to worry about any nudity. Like, uh, and uh, I I think that anything I might do is not even illegal on any level. Okay, excellent. That's all I need. Yeah. That's all I need. Right. I feel great. But, 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 I feel but, very, very yeah. good about it now. Right. And then the other one was they asked me would I host uh, uh, an, an activity of truth or dare. And I said yes to everything. And, and um, Have you done that one yet? No. When is that? I don't know. Well, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like, you got to ask my babysitters. And it involves our hot sauce, too. Yeah. Oh, really? All right. So then, if it's it must has to yeah. be it has to be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have to be. So tomorrow. maybe tomorrow someone will jump off the ship right. finally. And and uh, yeah. I, I I I honestly wish that they would have asked me to do more because honestly my my answer is yes to everything. Everything. That's so cool. And, and on top of that, I have not eaten one single meal in the uh, on the talent level. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there's the this, like, friends like there's, and there's family. A, there's a for, as far as you guys know. There are 13 floors on this ship, but the reality is there's actually a secret 14th floor, which is not accessible. Not anymore. To- <laughs> 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 yeah. You make it sound like we're Batman, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> right. And on this 14th floor, which you need a special key to get into, like there's a whole like uh, private talent. Like I've not even sat down there for one single meal. Every single meal I've gone to the buffet with all of the people. Awesome. And, and uh, I did. Hey, we we, uh, we have a hard out at 11, and it's 11. Okay, zero. hard out. One last question, please. And I'm sorry to do this to you, but I'm dying to see this in person. I need to see your Jaden Smith tattoo. <laughs> oh man, I don't. I, I don't I'm know. sure everybody else wants to see it too. Uh, I don't know about if the pants I'm wearing will, do, will allow me to do it, but I pulled. I, I showed it at, uh, at the show. Do you? All right, I have an important question. Do you want to see the 15 year old or the 21 year old? Whoa. <laughs> 21 year old. All right. <laughs> I do know about that. All right. I do know about that. That's Jaden Smith. It's so fantastic. Can I see the other one? Yeah, I mean, like, we might as well. It, is it messed up that I didn't know if that's the young or the old one? Like, and it's not. It's not because it's a poor tattoo. No, this that, is this is when he was amazing. just a boy. Wow, that's the young one. Fantastic. All right, guys. Sorry to okay, do that, I, know, I know we got to go. I, I know we got to go, but I, I want to say one last thing. It's important that, that you hear me say this. Um, when, when Joe Gatto left, uh, you started um, having celebrity guest yes. episodes of Impractical Jokers. Yeah. And uh, I seem to recall that I was invited to be one. I believe so. And I just think I was on tour at the time. Man, yeah. how, how cool it would have been to be able to have an episode of Impractical Jokers that I got to star on. And it just, it, uh, that it, 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 breaks, it breaks my heart that that, that didn't happen. Well, well, 
Well, uh, maybe maybe beep this part out, like when you put it out. Okay, tell me after. Tell me after. Okay. <laughs> tell me after. Now. I, oh no I, no no! I, I'll, I'll tell okay. it now. I just mean like I don't know if I wanted to go out to the world. Okay. But um. Wow. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm not supposed to say that for whatever. Like they, you know, because they didn't want right. to get out because they wanted to be a big deal when okay. it finally gets out. To help. And, and I, I can see Scott's Scott's anxiety from us not being from her okay. out. But I, I promised you I was going to ask this one okay. last question. Yes. I saw a clip where you came out as gay. Okay. As gay, you said I am gay. That's true. That exists. Yes. The, the clip exists. One hundred percent. But yeah. in fact, you were fibbing. You're not actually gay. No, I'm not. And you thought. You thought. But that. I understand what people think. <laughs> I know what I look like. Right. <laughs> okay. And I'm really into fashion. Especially with that jacket on. Like, yeah. If I saw a guy walking down the street in like a really nice suit, I'd be like, those are some smart slacks. Should I suck that guy's dick? <laughs> but now my, my, my hard-hitting question is that, that, that when you announced to the world that you were gay, knowing that it wasn't true, you thought that was really funny, didn't you? <laughs> you thought that was really funny. Like, nothing disrespectful about that, huh? Just hearty har ha 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 Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's what you call a bit, huh? <laughs> hey, Sal, I love you, man. I love you. I love you, dude. I'm unbelievably grateful you. for you. I love you. I love the Jokers. I love... Chrissy Wissy, and uh, awesome. uh, man, DeStefano's just, uh, man, what a what Yeah, DeStefano's the best. We'd love to have you on. Um, let's, yeah, let's, go, let's do it. Oh, there, please. Yeah. Uh, 100%, 100%. Guys, it's been a wild ride, baby. Come on. podcast getting a standing ovation in front of like what almost a thousand people that was insane dude what an episode 200 and how awesome are you for sticking around to the very end of it man i uh i love that we did something new with the thumbnail with the like all this i love sal volcano we had such a good time on that cruise and uh I think, if I'm not mistaken, we, we've got the video to put up. Yeah, man. It's exciting times, and you're the best for sticking around. I love you. Thank you.